on this Olympic episode of Beyond the Bugle. Because your coaches like really want to win while you want to win and you know that the club boys really, 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 really want to win. So you want to win for them. Rope burning is often described as the best night of the summer. There's a lot that goes into building a fire that burns down two ropes from teamwork to spirit, dedication and perseverance. So much is at play. Ahead of his Facebook Live broadcast, we talked to Brandon Ryder about why rope burning is a night like no other. From Camp Tawanda, this is a special Olympic edition of Beyond the Bugle, an in-depth look at some of camp's everyday moments. Alrighty, Brandon, welcome to the podcast. It's really great to be on here. Thanks for having me, Ron. Of course, thank you for coming. Let's start off fundamentally. What is the goal of rope burning? The goal of rope burning is obviously to burn down both ropes before the other team does. And as we're about to get into, there's a lot more at play than just that. As you walk on a sky view, you see the setup of rope burning, which is the ropes um, pulled taut. Each team has their own separate um, set of ropes that they have to burn down. So as you walk out, you see it all set waiting to be burned. And it's very peaceful calmness before the storm of rope burning really starts. And when that storm does begin, how is burning two ropes actually accomplished? So there are four people on each team. Um, they're usually the male camper captains and another one that they select. But um, the rule book says it could be anyone on the team, actually, of the club or dorm. As the uh, rest of the team brings them the wood, it's the four fire builders' job to build the fire underneath the ropes along, you know, angled with the wind to burn down the ropes faster than the other team. And tell me about that first 60 seconds of rope burning. The first 60 seconds is the most electric thing that is so hard to describe, as I am attempting to describe it right now. And as you can see, the crowd is now getting a little more excited as we are getting closer to the start of Rope Burning right, 2018. We are about to begin. There's such a rush of adrenaline, and I'm getting a little chills just talking about it, honestly, um, because you train for it, but once the air horn blows and everyone runs, you you kind of not forget what you're supposed to do, but you just kind of get lost in the moment. And it really starts by two of the fire builders going out there because there's two shifts. There's shifts of two, so it's not all the fire builders building it at once. So the first two that go out, usually they kick um, a, a little divot to, to put the fire in eventually. Dom, you were a fire builder last year, but you've been in the role of an animal in years prior. Uh, tell me what the first 30 seconds is like from that position. So as you're on the line, you can just see two huge piles of like what it looks like as fuzz, like a huge brown pile of fuzz. And as you continue to sprint all the way down, you just see more and more wood and it becomes so defiable. And when you get there, it's just like you want to give it the biggest hug you've ever given someone before. And you rip wood as hard as you can. And like that feeling, it was like so satisfying because you know you're doing it for four people who need it the most. 
and there's no better feeling than getting in there and getting the wood out as quickly as possible. And Brendan, you mentioned something about waiting for the wood. What does that mean? So there are six different positions, uh, really, in rope burning. You have the fire builders that I talked about before, um, the wood gatherers, which are the uh, set of kids that are the first people to run directly to the wood pile. So they're the ones going to the wood pile, which is at the way back of rope burning. So the poles and the ropes are at the front of the field. And the wood pile is at the back of the field. I want to say it's probably 100 yards Down away, maybe. Jumped into a large pile of sticks that all upper camp collects during rust hours and during the days leading up to rope burning. And I grabbed a pile as big as I could and sprinted to a different line, ran back to the pile and kept going until the pile was gone. And it's brought in a relay line to the front. So the wood gatherers are the people that go and gather the wood. Then they bring it to the runners, which are the next set of kids. So the runners take the wood from the animals and put it on a different line and get more. So the runners are called the runners because they have the longest distance to run. So the runners then bring it to the uh, sorters who attempt to sort the wood because there's different types of wood. You have logs, you have poles, you have kindling. Those are really the three main types. So the sorters sort that and then they bring it to the stackers, who is just really another uh, little relay, who then give it to the feeders. The feeder is the position closest to the fire. So basically you have to take the wood from the line that the position before you puts it on and bring it to the next line closest to the fire. So, and you have to line up the wood in the same direction, vertically, with spaces in between the piles of wood so it's easy for the fire builders to grab and put it on the fire. So it's important to have the straight piles so they can pick it up? Yeah, and make sure that there's spaces in between the piles and all the piles are even and not one's taller and one's really short. Like, make sure they're all even so the fire builders can grab it. So even though there's only four people building the fire, this is still a huge exercise in teamwork. Yes, because if one team's really slow getting the wood down, those first 30 seconds or 60 seconds that you were saying are very crucial because that can really make or break. And uh, when I when I was a coach in 2015, we lost by six seconds. So those six seconds in the beginning waiting for the wood, you know, if one team's really not not on their best game, not really giving it their all, that can be the difference in rope burning. Um, so. While there are four people building the fire, it really is everyone involved. In rope burning, the crowd is so wild and you feel like you have a huge part in rope burning. Even though you're not actually in rope burning, you get to encourage the others, which is actually so much fun because you get to cheer on all of your friends and you have the best time ever. And tell me about the energy in rope burning once that air horn goes on. Uh, so it's really hype because all of your team is cheering for you, but it's also stressful at the same time, but it's really, really fun. How is it stressful? Because your coaches like really want to win while you want to win, and you know that the club boys really, 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 really want to win. So you want to win for them and for yourself. Many of our alumni come back to camp during Olympics to act as judges. There's always the most present during rope burning, as it was one of their favorite nights of camp when they were campers. It's a memory that lasts a lifetime. 
I can remember taking part in the event and being a fire builder way more years ago than I want to say and the whole event just stands out uh, for all of us uh, because of the intensity of it, uh, because of the dedication and it's unusually beautiful because it always begins as the sun is setting and it ends with the sun having set and the darkness around us and the brightness of the fire and it's just really something that all of us talk about. The alumni talk about, the current campers talk about it. It's a spectacular piece of camp and a really magnificent piece of tradition. Although it's really hard to, for me to pick a favorite uh, thing at camp because it's all my favorite, uh, rope burning is really up there. It is so exciting and it's, it's everybody, it's the entire camp. It doesn't matter if you're involved with the wood or involved with the fire or a spectator, you are part of that event. Everyone is part of that event. And afterwards, win or lose, unbelievable celebrations. The, it, it makes you cry when you see what is going on at those team meetings after the event is over. And so people will tune in on Facebook Live? Uh, yeah, you know, uh, my son Brandon, uh, he's got that market cornered. It's pr quite entertaining. Hopefully the signal sticks with us. He'll keep trying to get back on if it should go off. But uh, Facebook Live, our only uh, live event that we uh, broadcast, should be awesome. I didn't know if I would really be able to capture it. And I don't think what I do really captures the atmosphere. But we really wanted to try to show it to the parents because it really is a special night. So I am happy to do that and I really enjoy doing it and I really enjoy filming and getting close and giving the kids a chance to eventually watch it at a later date after being in it. Alrighty, Brandon, thank you so much. All right, thanks for having me, Ron. Barring any weather or schedule changes, don't forget to tune in to our Rope Burning live stream on the Camp Tawanda Facebook page on Friday, August 2nd. It'll start at some point between 7 and 7.30 p.m. That'll do it for us on this episode of Beyond the Bugle. I'm Andrew Rowan. Thank you for listening.